from air quality concerns, mold to allergens, the law, and insurance. We cover it all right here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building restoration experts, live every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on News Talk WFLA Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. All right, all right, and welcome to the show. Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, building damage experts live every Saturday right here on this brand new radio station for us, iHeartRadio, News Talk Radio, Orlando, 94.1 FM, 540 AM. Thanks so much for joining us every Saturday right here, 12 PM to 2 PM. So if you're just now hearing us for the first time, we'll buckle up and plan to have uh, two hours of knowledge brought to you by, by, by industry professionals. I'm your host, Richie Kidwell, and I bring this in from uh, this show to you to inform the consumers here in our listening radius uh, of how to deal with sometimes these, 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 once off or, or these, these once in a lifetime situations where you have to deal with your property insurance claims or you're having to deal with uh, a, a problem that has to do with indoor quality mold. That's where my specialty comes in. I, I interview contractors here on this show um, from public adjusters uh, to roofers, build back contractors and attorneys as well. Um, speaking of, we have Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan with us um, and we were happy uh, for have him part of the show as well. I was waiting for that. Uh, oh, you decided to go that way instead of the applause. All right, that's good. Wow, that was very, uh, very, very you lackluster need to, on the both uh, the applause, applause and there. the jingle. I think you were just dying to use the the jingle there. Oh my god! As soon I as love, I said Morgan and Morgan, I love the jingle. It's my favorite new thing. financial compensation. I'm not gonna do that to you. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he does it to you. Then he says, I'm not going to do it. That's great. Um, but uh, no, I mean, this is, um, you know, this is not only do we bring some humor to this uh, show as well, um, but uh, we talk about everyday situations. Uh, and recently what we've been talking about is what's been happening in our Florida legislature where bills have passed four property bills in the past year and a half that has passed to change the shape of our property insurance and the landscape that the insurance lobby has on us poor citizens here that have been paying their premiums year after year. And now we're getting uh, less than good quality coverage from our insurance company and add insult to injury. There's nothing we can really do about it. I mean, well, I think it's kind of, uh, you got a heavy hand on the sound effects yeah, yeah, here it's, it's, late, late at night with Joe Rumberger. <laughs> it's like late night. One. Late night with Joe. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it's funny. Uh, we talk all the time about about the causes of the the made up insurance crisis, and you know, over the years, it's been public adjusters and it's roofers, and it's um, it's folks who take assignment of benefits to help people uh, when they're in need. Uh, this year, it was lawyers and all those things. And now, literally today, I saw an article that said global warming is what's making everything uninsurable. So after all, I swear to God. Wow. So after all these years, we thought it was public adjusters, thought it was roofers, thought it was AOB holders, thought it was lawyers, thought it was unscrupulous claimants, people making claims. It's the weather. Crying Who knew? Out. Who knew? I could have told you that back then. We could all have uh, been still working. I mean, I that's that's what I picked on my uh, on my <laughs> premium bingo card. It was it's the weather. 
if we all get Teslas, we'll have lower premiums. I mean, it couldn't be the lack of competition and reinsurance. Um, I mean, you know, it couldn't be, you know, Office of Insurance Regulation, just uh, David Allmeyer before he quit two weeks before the end of the year so he can become a lobbyist with a two-year hold instead of a six-year hold, which is rubber stamping double-digit rate increases with no financial backing, no public hearing. And I, I've contested the, the the committees many times on that, and they just like, no, we put up, well, David Allmeyer came up in uh, one of the Senate committees. I said, well, that's funny. You guys say that you've allowed all these changes to go through, and yet I've not seen I, and it. And here I am on Google, and then I found your webpage, uh, and here's all of your public hearings. There hasn't been a public hearing since 2021, and it wasn't about a rate increase from an insurance company. It was about a totally different topic. So I don't know if they come on and they vanish. I don't know. I didn't say that far because they only give you like one minute there, and then they strike you. All right, you're done. Um, but uh, David Allmeyer comes up, and he says, no, we post these as, as, as public, and sometimes uh, we post them so fast that the public doesn't uh, have the opportunity to, uh, to, to attend or, or hear that the meeting is public. Really in the sunshine, it's more like in the shade, right? I mean, Florida always touted the fact that it had very open, very broad sunshine laws, right? That all government was before, was done in the sunshine. And now we've seen in the last year or so, especially with governor DeSantis and now hiding his travel records, hiding who pays for the plane and all those other things. And I'm a Republican. I like to always mention that when I, when I say that, um, but we're seeing more and more things that are done not in the sunshine and more things done in his shadows by the governor, by Patronus, uh, uh, regarding the things with the Department of Financial Services, things they don't have to reveal anymore. Um, remember they passed a law a couple of years ago that insurers were supposed to disclose where they, where they spent their money and how they spent their money. So the legislature could take appropriate action. Um, and then, then, um, Allmeyer said, well, I know we need it now for this session. Uh, that was in 2021, if I believe, but we'll give you another year. And then 2022 came and now it's 2023 and I've yet to see any reports from anybody regarding um, insurer accountability. Right. That bill came out, though, Senate Bill 76, came out in 2021 uh, by Senator Boyd, uh, the same senator who sponsored many of the other uh tort reform bills and major overhauls on property insurance, him being uh, an owner of insurance agencies himself um, and the, uh, a very, uh, I would say it's a very high chair that he has there in, in the in the Senate as being the committee chair for the banking insurance committee. I mean, that's, that's huge. Not only does he own insurance agencies, you heard that right. He was a senator that was the chair for the banking and insurance committee in the Senate. I mean, I, I think it's worth worth re repeating and, and, and you scratch your head and you say, what? I mean, the guy profits, literally profits, his pockets get bigger when he changes major laws that favor the insurance. Certainly, it's our understanding that Governor DeSantis received up to $100 million from the, the Chamber of Commerce and the insurance agent insurance mm -hmm. companies, mm -hmm. which really for them is a kind of a drop in the bucket based on overall Absolutely. income um, in order to get these laws passed that take away the consumer's rights in exchange for basically padding his pocket to help run for president. Mm -hmm. um, what was the statistic? I think uh, last year during the insurance crisis, and I, I did the air quotes there. Um, which crisis? There's been so many. I'm not sure which. This is the insurance crisis. The, the more recent, uh, more recent one this year's? Last year's. Last year's, year's okay, crisis. Okay, you know, the beginning enough, of the year, enough. right before session started, they said, we need a fake crisis. We need to run this now. Right. That's when David Allmeyer started double, uh, you know, or rubber stamping double digit increases. 
to create the crisis, then get the news headlines, then go to the senators and the uh, representatives and said, we have a, we here, look at this bill. We've been running around with a solution for a problem that didn't exist, but mm-hmm. now it does. Look, read the headlines. Here right. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use that so they can get their agenda passed and they did it at the right time. They did. And now the, the comment that I want to make here is like, now we realize how too much power can be a bad thing. Um, see how much power that Governor DeSantis, he started out with zero when he first came in as yeah. his governor. He barely won 30,000 votes against mm-hmm. a, a very bad Democratic uh, opponent uh, and Mayor Gillum, Mayor Gillum of uh, uh, Mayor of Tallahassee at the mm-hmm. time. And um, you didn't see him much. And then uh, this, this past two years, he has gotten his way so much that he changed laws from 2018. Yeah. When he first came in, where they said that you cannot run for president, you must step down mm-hmm. if uh, if you're a governor of the state of Florida, if you run pre- uh, pre- uh, pre- uh, for president, because we yeah. know what's going to happen. You're going to use a state plan. You're going to go around to Iowa and other places, not want to disclose everything. That was in 2018. And now here we are now, the same uh, makeup, uh, the people that voted against it are now were the ones who presented and voted for the bill, uh, the amendment that allowed him to not have to step down. And then he also was able to not disclose all the financial information um, that, that, that or all the money that he's running through the state of Florida for him, for his campaign. Yep. I mean, what are you doing in Iowa? I, oh yeah, no, you know, I mean, no one really goes there on purpose. This has been always been my understanding. Yeah, other than corn to, is hella good, but you don't go there just for that. Other so. than caucus, yeah. Uh, there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, but uh, we, we are not only a live uh, radio station on the weekends, on Saturdays here on uh, WFLA, but go find us on Facebook, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Uh, we also archive uh, the podcast here, so you can actually look in, see us do our show here, find us on uh, Facebook. We also stream on other networks, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. We're going to take a break, give some thanks to our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, we're back and we're live here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell every Saturday right here, iHeart Radio, WFLA 941 FM, 540 AM. Thanks again for joining us and sticking with us through the break there. Uh, again, this this show is a little bit new. We're now in our second month here on this time slot on this radio dial right here. So uh, we did come from another radio station. So uh, we're just now just fitting in here with a bigger radio dial with more listeners and we're excited to be here. Uh, find us on Facebook. Go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. You'll find us there. Um, we do archive the videos there. Um, we're getting better at it on on being able to uh, upload that video. I'm pretty sure our producer is going to make sure we get up some video content pretty soon on our Facebook page. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Without <laughs> a doubt. We will. Our new tools will help. All right. All right. So, again, it's our second month. You mean like the wheel and fire? What do you, what do you, what do you, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's actually far more difficult to run these camera things than you would think. Like, uh, like it's a little bit of a challenge, but, but we are up to the task because okay. we are up to the task. Okay. Oh boy. Right. <laughs> that's what that's, that's, that's got a hollow promise sound to it. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it, well, hold on to your butt. That's going to be phenomenal. The, the first video is going to blow your minds. I guarantee it. And it's going to be very soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. The confidence in that very soon is, uh, it's going to be very soon. 
Okay. <laughs> it's not going to be a total disaster. It's got to be you. It's going to be big, real big. <laughs> My God. Um, and, and speaking of, right before the break, we're just talking about some of the laws that just passed, some of the things that we talked about, uh, what's hot in the news and the topics right now and how it changes what us as consumers, us as we look at as contractors or lawyers um, and other folks that we have uh, on the show in and out as a, either a public adjuster or contractor, others that are like helping us um, deal with this one time that you have to deal with the property loss, the one time, I think the average is about one time at a lifetime, one time every 10 years, depends on where you live. It seems like, uh, we have, uh, incremental storms, uh, pop up around the state. Um, I'm talking about here in the state of Florida, what we saw last year that we saw storms hit as far as, uh, you know, Northeast as, as, as Louisiana, um, different parts of Louisiana. I think Ida, Etta, all these other, uh, short names that we had Sally back over in the panhandle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, from back then as well. So, I mean, we just are, um, you know, in a state where you eventually will have to end up dealing with this in, uh, property insurance claim. Um, and it's very complex. And we wanted to make sure that you have heard about this and, and, and know who to call, what to do. And speaking of with Hans being here on the show, I want to make sure you do. Um, it's important to, to have his information and you do plug him into your phone um, and uh, reach out if you do have a question about your property property insurance claim. Um, right now, uh, you have, if you have a policy born in 2022, you have what they call these um, uh, prevailing party attorney's fees, meaning that if you have a dispute against your insurance carrier, that you can hire an attorney, uh, they will collect your full, what they call indemnity, the full amount that you are owed from your insurance company if they are incorrect. And if, if in fact you are correct and they owe you that amount out of your policy, that you paid the money for. Well, in 2023, you have a policy that is born then. It is much different now. Um, what the legislature has done and are very super too much powerful, uh, with too much power, uh, our current governor uh, has here to be able to have $100 million getting sent to him by the insurance reform or by the insurance lobby, rather, for major tort reform. That's exactly what happened. So now you're, you're, you're in a dispute against any of your insurance company, uh, uh, or excuse me, any type of insurance dispute. It could be, it could be auto, uh, it could be property, like we talk about all the time here, or it could be, uh, now medical. You can talk about life insurance disputes. Um, and if they're, if your insurer is wrong, you should be paid the full amount of what they, you are owed. Well, they changed the law in December of, 2022 uh, via special session uh, where our governor called uh, a session to deal with the quote unquote insurance crisis. And all they did is give more power to the insurance company, less power to the consumer, less power to the contractor. Uh, so what they did is they took away prevailing party attorney's fees for property insurance. Um, so if you have a uh, policy that was born after that date, then you will be paying your attorney's fees out of the money that your insurance company owes you. That's crazy. That's that's out of your policy that should have been paid to you in the beginning. Um, so going back to uh, uh, Hans giving uh, uh, his information and how he can help you um, in case of any, any type of insurance dispute, um, give him a call. And, and I think you've given out your information before. I think it's important for everybody to, to, to have this information right there at their fingertips. Sure. Happy to do it. My name is Hans Kennan. 
Ken. It's H-A-N-S, Kenan, K-E-N-N-O-N. I tell everyone just to take out your phone and put the word lawyer in the, the title line. It's Hans Kennan. My cell phone is 407-782-0258. That's 407-782-0258. The follow-up on what Richie had to say, um, there was no in life insurance crisis. There was no automobile insurance crisis. The only alleged crisis was that for property insurance, which, as Richie said, if you have a policy that was in effect before December 12th of 2022, then that entire policy period should be typically one year. If something happens to you, even coming up this hurricane season, if your policy renewed, let's say last November or December, you simply have the ability to get all the money that you are owed um, for your damages with the insurer paying me uh, if we find if we figure out that they are in fact incorrect in their decision. <clears throat> if the policy is issued after December 12th, this is for a homeowner's policy um, or a property policy, um, then unfortunately the governor decided that you and State Farm and Allstate and all the other property insurers all had the same amount of financial financial ability to pay their own counsel. So after that, I have to, the conversation you are going to have if you have a policy before December of 22 is, Hey, I'll get you all your money. We'll get your house fixed. They'll pay me separately after December 12th of 2022. If your policy is issued after that day, I'm going to say, well, I used to be able to get all my money from the insurance company, but now you have to pay me because the governor decided that, that you are in the same financial footing as a large insurer. Uh, as Richie had mentioned, the governor has certainly taken a lot of steps to take away consumer rights. And as we like to say, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, and that's really what has happened. We've seen is a real erosion um, of protections and really a, a strong arm tactic uh, of, of really trying to eviscerate anyone who would be against against the governor. Interesting article in the New York Times who has gone after DeSantis pretty heavily um, and really no one else. Uh, for anyone else who's put their hat in a ring, they've been relatively balanced. But for DeSantis, they've been very critical, I think rightly so, of the legislation that have passed, again, that hides his travel, hides who pays for his travel, and not just his travel schedule, but the cabinet. Everyone who works directly for him no longer has to report where they go, how they go, or who pays for it, where they're going, or why. And as Richie also mentioned, back in 2018, um, Senator Pasadomo and, and at that time, uh, House member Paul Renner voted for the law that said if you're going to run for, for some other office as a governor, you have to resign because otherwise you're not going to be, uh, not going to be attentive to running the state when you're out running, trying to run for president. In 2022, they repealed that law and governor signed it, which is nice. He has to sign his own law, allowing him yeah. to stay in office. Days before he, uh, a little, like, I think like the morning of, yeah. I think he signed it. And the then law said it was 10 days before he officially <clears throat> turned it in. So I think he signed it. <clears throat> right. And then waited the period, turned it in. And turned it in. So, and what was interesting is Paul, um, and uh, who's now House Speaker Renner, um, when asked about why he would re reverse a bill that he himself voted for only three years beforehand, he said it was such an honor that the governor was running for president um, that they shouldn't make him resign his position and he'd still be a great governor, even though he's going to be off on a full-time basis of running for president. So that's the legislature, legislators we have these days. Man. And it's really been unfortunate to watch it undo. Be very tired. To, to watch it all, uh, watch it all come undone um, from what we used to have really more of a democracy and really has become more totalitarian because yeah, the, because the, the House and the Senate simply just approve and as does, as is all the agencies. Um, and 
and he's really made it a point to say, if you don't follow me, then uh, then I'm really gonna going to eviscerate you politically, legally, business-wise. And he's he's made made good on at least the attempts to do those things to anyone who's against him. Yeah, it's um, you know, and, and we've seen it various times. I mean, you look at the headlines with Disney. Uh, look at the headlines that we've seen with the insurance lobby and how much money they've given to him. So, um, so it's something that we unfortunately have to deal with and we hope that he does I hope that he does move on I think he'll be a great president and I think hopefully we'll be able to fix the state of Florida here um, but uh, alright we'll take a break here give some thanks to our sponsors we'll be right back with Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell alright welcome back thanks for hanging out throughout the, sh- uh, throughout the break for this fine show right here Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell Live right here, 94.1 FM, WFLA. Excited to be here on iHeartRadio. We're about two months into this show. It's different here um, than it has been. We are. Um, what we do is we record this as a two-part situation where we do it on a podcast and audio. So we we, we want you to go over to our uh, Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. Uh, we're starting to plug in some videos there uh, as we film our podcast live here. So we're in a podcast uh, show. The middle of the week is when when we record it and then we stream it there uh, with you guys on the weekends, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. on iHeartRadio. Um, and again, we're excited for uh, for you to be able to check in and see how we do things here in our podcast room in Central Florida and uh, make all the magic happen. Um, as we bring in our guest, uh, you know, you'll be able to, uh, to see us interview uh, the guests throughout the week. Uh, today we have Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan. He's more of a regular on the show. Uh, we've had other contractors in and public adjusters. Um, um, the contractors could be a build-back contractor, mitigation contractor, um, a roofer, um, and we bring the perspective from the contractor side of things and how we see and help and how we help homeowners on the daily to help navigate through their one time of loss. It could be an insurance claim. It could be a, a, a roof rebuild. It could be somebody falling through their home or uh, somebody falling through their roof that was a subcontractor and the subcontractor didn't have insurance and the main GC didn't want to cover it. Um, we, we've heard it all here. So we uh, want you to go to our Facebook page and request a topic um, and we'll talk about it on the show. And uh, even if we, uh, if we're able to get your contact information, uh, we can give you a call throughout the week, interview you live on the radio, no matter where you are and put you on Saturday for the show, 12 PM to 2 PM. So we're excited again uh, to be here uh, every Saturday um, on contractor talk with Richie Kidwell, iHeartRadio. Um, so anyways, uh, we're just talking on the topic of, of uh, the the many law changes that we've seen here um, that have greatly affect the landscape for all the consumers here in the state of Florida. And we have been talking about it a lot since session has ended. It was quiet times for um, really it was the first month was just an eye opening mouth on the floor experience of just saying, are you are you kidding me? Is this stuff really happening on the first day of session on the banking insurance committee at two o'clock was like the biggest tort reform bill uh, put up and and eventually being uh, uh, House Bill 837 is the one that passed or Senate Bill 236. That was the one where it's just, I mean, the first day of session, uh, it was just crazy. The governor's office too. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And still, I've said it before, and I love saying it. Uh, poor Senator Hudson, though, um, he comes up, he's like, yep, I, I did this bill. And I know I saw some of the articles that uh, suggested that the governor's office wrote this, but they're wrong. I wrote this bill. 
And I'm like, you are so full of crap. I mean, it is, it's getting thick in here, man. I mean, funny enough, that started getting, that bill gets zoomed through and signed by the governor by March 24th and becomes law on March 24th of this year. So fast, the session wasn't even a month in and he's already, he's already signing this bill uh, to make it law. And uh, um, I, I just, you know, the same, uh, the same Senator ends up filing the, what do they call it? The insurance accountability bill, which it was the oops, I, I, I forgot to add in some safeties for, uh, for the consumers here. All I did is just gave a gift to the insurance lobby. Oh, thank you for the $100 million that now Governor DeSantis is going to use to run for president. Thank you for that. We'll go ahead and just gut out. Oh, yeah, he is. He's going down for real. And, and you know what else is going down is, is like the uh, all the medical folks that came up during that, uh, during that session. And it was saying like, we're spine, uh, spinal surgeons and 90 per 95% of us are going to leave the marketplace because this is just going to, parts of this bill is going to change the way we get paid on LOP. Uh, when it basically, basically it's a letter of protection is what the LOP is basically. So somebody gets T-bone, let me give you an example. Hans, maybe can clean this up a little bit. You're at a, you're at a red light, you're in your vehicle, you get T-boned, uh, and, and you have issues, uh, medical problems from this car accident, you hire an attorney, you hire Hans and Morgan and Morgan, and, uh, they then refer you to these doctors, right? And, and you go and you get care from all of these different medical professions, uh, professionals, x-ray, anesthesiologist, specialist, and those guys are, are giving you services and they're billing you later or they're billing you through your attorney. The attorney then takes that to settle, settles all the, all, all, all in one and then pays all the professionals through their letter of protection and direction to pay. Um, well, they went in there and just went to and go and gutted all that out of there. They did a lot on that bill. Not only that, um, um, and again, we talked about these property disputes uh, between, uh, or excuse me, insurer uh, disputes between consumer and insurer, and them slowly taking away the rights. They did it in December for property. They went ahead in March and gutted it for every other uh, insurance type out there. So if you are now have a dispute with your insurance provider from your auto insurance or your medical provider or your, um, or your medical insurer rather, uh, and your, and or your life insurance, uh, uh, insurer, you're going to have to pay your own way. You're going to have to buy your own, uh, pay for your own experts, pay for your own uh, attorney. It's just going to make it much more difficult for you to be able to go after the money that's rightfully yours to begin with. So what that does is it encourages insurance companies to act in bad behavior, to not pay you. Why? Why do they have to pay you? Why, why, why don't I have to give up some of my money? Uh, the, the average or, or last year during the insurance crisis, by the way, the insurance um, uh, market as a whole was up $40 billion with a B. It was up 50 percent from the year before, all in the midst of this quote unquote fake insurance crisis. And many of these insurance companies did not need the, the increase of the premiums that they actually got. So it's crazy enough that some of them got approved for them. Some of them got approved without even asking, by the way, uh, there's several insurance companies, uh, uh, that got that benefit. And a lot of these insurance companies 
have not reduced. None of them have reduced it down. You can always add right in theirs in their mind, but you can never take away for God forbid, then they'll lose more money. So what do you do? How do you stabilize the marketplace now after you foobarred it all by allowing insurance companies to just raise it up 50, 60, 80% in many cases? Um, how, how do you bring that down and stabilize the market? And we finally get on the topic of the, the real problem, the real boogeyman, and that's being reinsurance and the lack of competition in the reinsurance market. I mean, so I, I, I just don't get it. So a little bit of not so much cleanup, but a little more of a clarification on a few points. When we talk about the physicians that some attorneys use, um, many high-end physicians, high-end surgeons don't take insurance. It's reality. You may call around and look for a specialist, a special orthopedist, someone who does neurosurgery, things like that. Some are associated with hospitals, some are not. But a lot of those physicians honestly work on on who can afford to pay them for their skill. And if you've been involved in a car accident and have some substantial damage to your spine, you want to seek out, to the extent you can, the best medical treatment available to you in, in the marketplace, whether it's Orlando or anywhere else in the United States, maybe even traveling to other states to get that kind of care. And for some of those physicians who do that type of high-end, delicate spinal surgery, uh, they command a high price for those services. And but the, the agreement they'll work out with the, the attorney is, look, we'll, we'll do it on what's called a letter of protection. If you get paid, then I get paid. And they'll take a risk with that because they know the work they do is the highest of quality. They support their opinions for why that surgery is required. They come testify a trial if necessary. They do all those things. Now, they, they want to get paid because they should get paid for their services. But again, at that level, they're not doing hokey surgery. They're not doing surgery that isn't necessary. They're not doing surgery that isn't required um, based on how the patient presents. So essentially, they're willing to take that risk that they're going to get paid a higher premium because they're going to do all the high-end work a lot of folks want, would not perhaps otherwise want to tackle you go to the, your your practitioner who may be great for your day-to-day care you go hey i need my spine worked on they're not saying sure we'll see you thursday they're like let me send you to somebody who knows what they're doing and so uh, as an attorney with morgan and morgan we always try to seek out the highest quality orthopedist highest quality surgeons because we're in the business of trying to get people compensation and we're trying to get them better along the way so when you hear about, oh, that bill's so high, well, that's a doctor who's, who's willing to go along and, and support his medical decisions and all those things. Hmm. All right. Um, let's, uh, we'll, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll give some thanks to our sponsors. We'll pick right back up where we left off here on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. live on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell, Building the Image Experts, live every Saturday right here on this fine radio dial. iHeartRadio 94.1 FM or 540 AM, or if you download the iHeartRadio app, you can go to WFLA Orlando 94.1 FM, and you can listen to our show every Saturday, anywhere you go where you take your phone. I'm not a little stumbling today, man. This is our second month here on, uh, on iHeartRadio. So we're excited to be here and, uh, we're just still working out the kinks, uh, in our new podcast station, our new podcast room here in central Florida. So go over to contract. If you want to look in, you want to see what's going on, uh, go to, uh, go to Facebook. I think we're on, uh, other, uh, 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 streaming ways as well, right? Like Spotify and I, yes, iTunes. definitely Spotify, iTunes, any different, uh, podcast 
podcast platform that you like, you know, Overwatch, Flipptoons. And I I know most people have Facebook. So the the easiest way to find us at first is go to our Facebook page, Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell. You can look in and see our archived uh, shows. And uh, we're starting to put the the video package out now where you can see the video and the audio uh, uh, into one. Special behind the scenes footage, little packages, uh, little nuggets of glory. It's going to be like fantastic. It. I like it. All right. There's a joke in there. Definitely a uh, movie <laughs> title or something. Uh, anyways. But um, right before Nuggets the break. Of glory. <laughs> Uh, right before the break, we're talking about the uh, that recent law change, and I, t- I said it came right out the gate. Uh, the first bill in uh, uh, of our 2023 Florida legisl- uh, uh, legislative session, I don't know if that was before or after Governor DeSantis got $100 million pledged to him um, uh, f- from the, uh, what was that? What was that committee that, uh, that pledged him that the, money? You know, the, the, um, the Chamber of Commerce, the, the Chamber, and then the insurance industry, generally speaking. Gotta love that. Gotta love that. I, I mean, it's associated... Um, Oh, it's Association of Florida. Oh, there, there's an acronym, like an acronym for them. That, that they essentially represent all the cities. Right. Um, and so those, those cities are all, uh, they're all insurance agents though, right? That's, that's where it's all. Oh about. yeah. Yeah. It all comes from the, some of the insurer. Oh man, I got to find the name of that. But yeah, it's all for through the insurance industry. Again, because of the scope of the bill, which undid in different situations, 130 years of, of practices in the state of Florida regarding disputes with your own insurer. Uh, again, when you're taking in billions and billions of dollars of premium every year um, to pay the governor to support his campaign, obviously seeking some sort of national, you have to assume that they would receive some sort of national beneficial treatment um, in the same manner. I mean, from a federal perspective, even though the the federal government is not supposed to um, mess with the states too much, certainly the when you read that, I was trying to find the article during the breaks in the New York Times again, talked about DeSantis and the fact that he basically has said, what I forced through in Florida, I can force through as president. Again, essentially a, a saying that the same practices that he's engaged in here that has really destroyed many consumers' rights and really taken away a, a lot of ability of people to um, to fight the system um, that he now is fully ingratiated in and is fully supported by. For the, it's funny he talked about the fact that that the like the elites, the elites. I love when I love when people run for president and talk about other people being elite, um, like they're not. Um, that uh, the elites have caused all these problems, and which is exactly what he's become with all this insurance money and big business money. Um, whenever that, you know, when elephants fight, ants get trampled. Um, in the consumer in this situation, it's really the contest between him and, and former President Trump and then Joe Biden, everyone that DeSantis is going to be potentially running against. All the consumers are getting, getting squashed under this legislation as DeSantis attempts to play to what he perceives as, as the base of people who, who can elect him in the primary over Donald Trump, where they can win the general or not. I, I, I think there's serious questions as to that that issue. Um, but again, from that from that perspective, um, Governor Sanders has been passing a lot of bills that have really impacted consumers. Um, and again, none of the bills for all the years that uh, Richie and I have been um, in this business and watched it unfold, there's yet to be any legislation ever under Governor DeSantis, where there's any requirement of rate reduction for the insured. No bill that has passed 
um, has requires any rate reduction at all. And, and Allmeyer, David Allmeyer, who was the former, um, head of the Department of Insurance, he said at best for the bill, the bill that was going to change the world, um, change the world of consumers in Florida. He said, well, at best, it might stop bill, might, it might stop premiums from going up, but it wasn't going to bring them down. And again, as I mentioned in a couple segments ago, uh, the New York Times again, which apparently I read a lot because I tend to cite to them often, but I'm not sure who else other than a gray lady you can really rely upon anymore, as the paper's known, said that really the problem has not been apparently public adjusters, um, some benefit contractors, lawyers or roofers, but it's the weather. Yeah, you were you were saying it. Now it's uh, mm-hmm. global warming. Global warming is why insurance is going up. Yeah. Well, they said that once the NXT day, you know, I guess I'm part of the conspiracy theorist groups out there. Um, but um, or maybe I just question everything. And I think that's what's wrong with people is when they stop questioning things is when they start just to fall in line and they get that sheep mentality. You know, you should question everything all the time. And if it doesn't smell right, if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. Don't fall in it. It's crap. I mean, people are kicking themselves now uh, after all these things from COVID to the mass, the lockdowns and just the way that other people handled it. It was just way outside of what, 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 what should have happened, you know? And, and anyways, in that, you know, what was stated that once this wasn't a thing anymore, that's why you had all these stupid variants and all these things that came out to try to keep, you know, the news up and everybody's hearts beating about, you know, what's going on there. Well, they, they were just talking, uh, that, once this not, uh, became, uh, uh, not the focus of media that they were going to bring back the, um, whole global warming, uh, thing. And, and I think that was, um, where was that? It was, um, it was a video that leaked, um, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, uh, project Veritas guy. That's what, that's what it was. Yeah. And it was one of the CNN directors and he was just saying when this COVID stuff's over, we're, we're going to go back to global warming. I mean, you know, the right. information's out there. We, you know, it's, it's out there. Right. I, I, again, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I still don't understand, um, I, I just don't understand a lot of that, you know? So, but anyways, we, we can talk ad nauseum about that, but, uh, um, last couple of minutes here, uh, Hans, you, you were, you were, I, I, I think the public should know this, like what that, uh, Senate bill 236 did house bill 837 did, uh, like you were saying, I mean, some of these doctors that were up there, they're saying 95% of us are going to leave. You're not going to find a spinal surgeon in the state of Florida because of this law change. And so, so certainly though, those physicians who focus, on this type of, scary. of work. I mean, cause keep in mind, I mean, we, you can have a bad back just from a uh, life of hard work. You can have it from, you know, you bend over and tie your shoes and sneeze and, you know, you can have discs blow and things like that. Um, but, but really the, these are these guys who do this work or ladies who do this work are doing trauma work. This is where people have been in serious car wrecks, um, things where they, they've been trapped in vehicles or thrown from vehicle, whatever it may be, where it's not really the run of the mill spine surgery and all spine surgery is it's delicate. It's all dangerous. It's all risky. But it's one thing to have, you know, one herniated disc from, excuse me, a non-traumatic event. Again, like like bending over and tying your shoes or picking up a something that's too heavy. You can have multi-level um, fusions, rods, fixation, um, plates, screws all these things to put people back together. This is not run-of-the-mill orthopedic surgery by any stretch. 
And for folks who have had that serious an accident who come to a place like Morgan & Morgan, we try to put you in touch with those surgeons and they command a high price. Um, and so in order to do the work, they say, well, look, this is what I charge, but I'm willing to wait on my money. Because honestly, if you meet some of these doctors and, and they are, they are very talented and, and very well educated, but they believe in what they do. But they also believe they should be paid fairly for the work they do. That isn't something that every, every orthopedic surgeon can do at all. And as a result of that, they say, I'll do the work, but if you get paid, I get paid. And that's all it is. And salute, right. they're willing to, on a reputation and belief and skill, they're willing to say, we'll do the work essentially for free. But if you get paid, we get paid because they want to get people better, want to get paid fairly for, for what's really an extraordinary service. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is what the part of that bill is, as well as adding the, you know, uh, how do I want to say, like the, the shooter, the, the, the wrongdoer. Oh, well, we, we, one thing about, also about, the, about the surgeon side, they want to bring in Medicare rates and say, well, look, Mr. Juror, Medicare is $12 for this and this guy wants $1,000. Well, Medicare rates and private neurosurgery rates are certainly going to be different and jury should expect to see that. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. Contract Talk with Richie Kidwell. All right, we're back on Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell live right here. iHeartRadio uh, 94.1 FM WFLA right here Orlando. I totally screwed that up. Man. Man, what are we going to do there? But thank you for the applause anyway. So, again, this is our it's our second month on here. So, you know, we're going to fumble through this. We're going to fumble through this together here as a family. So, anyways, I'm excited to uh, to, uh, to to be back here and to have our guest uh, with us today, Hans Kennan with Morgan & Morgan. We uh, wanted to jump right back into uh, the what we were discussing right before the break, which is that major law change, a tort reform bill that came through right right out the gate when our, uh, when our Florida legislation uh, – a legislative session uh, kicked off in March, right on the first Tuesday of March. And by the 24th of that same month, this crazy tort reform bill with no changes straight from the governor's office was signed. And it, and it took away a lot of our rights. And we were just discussing is like one that's huge. It's like, I mean, we, we got screwed in property in December. We got screwed a couple times before that as well in property, but they really went deep um, in medical and auto and in life. They just went all insurance discrepancies basically are in the favor now of the insurance and not to the consumer where it should be. And it really does does do that. An example would be you started to mention um, was like in the Parkland shooting. Um, the, the issue there would be, and there's been a lot of litigation about that, obviously. Um, and recently, the 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 man was sentenced to uh, to life in prison, even though everyone kind of thought he should have gotten the death penalty. Um, he escaped that, and part of the the rationale of the new bill was, well, if you want to bring a civil lawsuit, a suit like Morgan Morgan would handle for someone. Um, against, let's say, the police in Parkland. You talk about the, the, the officer or more than one who didn't go in, who hid behind their car and, and things like that. And you can argue that they were they were negligent in, in their duty as a police officer. Or the pulse shooting in Orlando where a gunman came in um, and, and shot up the, the, the club there in, in South or in, on South, um, South Orange Avenue. And if you bring a lawsuit against the club, you would claim negligent retention, negligent supervision, negligence in keeping the place safe and having a sufficient 
security officers and a lot of officers obviously um, work at night in those types of establishments. And you would sue them for negligence. The fact that they allowed you to be injured because they could have and should have done more to protect you. What the bill now does kind of unbelievably is it puts the shooter on the verdict form in what's called essentially a fab, called a fabre defendant. <clears throat> so you would have, you have basically three people on a verdict form. You'd have you as the injured party. You'd have the nightclub, maybe the security service. And used to be then they would divide, the jury would divide who was at fault. Typically you're not at fault. The bar would have a percentage. Security guys would have a percentage, things like that. And then whatever the number was, everything gets split up between who's ever there. Well, now you take the shooter, you basically take criminal conduct and the jury is allowed to say to themselves, well, if the guy with the gun didn't show up, I guess no one would have gotten hurt. Well, they're not allowed to put put that person on the verdict form to determine whether the club and security were negligent in their duties. I mean, it is. It's it's craziness for the idea that you would put a criminal a criminal conduct um, and and make the decision that but for the gun, everyone would have been fine that night. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's and, a complete. And again, I mean, you know, so the club has insurance uh, for these types of things. So we're talking about when this type of devastation happens, uh, a claim is filed. Correct. And, and then what happens with the insurance company is now if if the shooter can be put on a verdict form first, the club has no incentive to. To keep the place safe. So the insurance claim, they don't worry about insurance claims anymore because they're not going to have any because they can do whatever they want, leave the place open, back doors, front doors, no security, no nothing. Someone shoots up the place, they go, hey, the darn shooter. So they can save money on security, save money on their insurance. And if insurance does make a claim where they used to, perhaps the club would be a hundred percent liable for the person's injuries, then maybe as little as one, two, three, four, five percent because the jurors are allowed to go. But for the shooter, this wouldn't have happened. And now on top of that, they've changed the state, which has been what's called comparative negligence for the last 40 years, which is everyone, everyone has equal, everyone gets to decide the fault. We have a thing now called contributor negligence. And if the jury finds you're 51% negligent for the injury, then you get nothing. And that typically comes up in motorcycle cases, which is why you saw so many motorcyclists testifying in, in the legislature this year is because a lot of those guys get hurt riding hurt traumatically, not their fault, um, but not for the accident, but they may not wear a helmet, which you're allowed to not do by Florida law. They may have injuries where a jury could say, well, you know what? That biker was 51% negligent um, or 50-50. Well, we'll say maybe 51-52, where you can still have a substantial verdict in favor of of the, the biker, but he won't get anything. And the jury will never know he'll get nothing if it's over 50%. Yeah, that's crazy. So if it's 50 Fifty-one percent. They get nothing. They get no, they get nothing, um, and the insurer gets to not gets to not pay a dime. Wild. Why? Uh, why do we even pay insurance? Uh, it, it's really just the cash register. Uh, like Joe, Joe's happy with the with all the sound effects. Like I say okay. the word cash register, and, and just nothing, nothing, Silence. nothing happened. There we go. It's like crickets. That, thanks for joining in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is. I mean, so that's why the, the the bikers were up there testifying, saying, "Look, we get hurt sometimes catastrophically, and the jury could find that is that's fifty or fifty one percent our fault for whatever reason, primarily mm-hmm. for not wearing a helmet, 
Um, that's 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 not, and that's all part of that. That was a pretty major bill. Uh, Senate Bill two thirty six, House Bill eight thirty seven I mean, is what it, the it, final version it's, came. It's out. such a it's such a cash saver for the insurance industry, and it's all couched in this idea of of accountability. It's couched politically as oh, people should be accountable for their actions, but what it does is it sets it up where the insurers don't have to pay any money for the accountability of their of their insurers. It takes away, it puts it all on third parties. It shifts it all away um, from 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 the insurer having to pay money. Again, the contributory negligence. They they can literally have a case that could be have millions of dollars worth of damage to someone and literally pay nothing based on what the jury may find. And the jury won't be told the law. They're not required to tell the jury the law that if they go fifty one percent or more, that the other person gets nothing. So the jury doesn't know. They still think they're doing the right thing if that's what they think. The issue with the nightclubs and security, um, same thing with uh, apartment complexes. That uh, there was a young lady killed out in Oviedo. Um, the new law says, and then they say, oh, it's to help the consumer, right? It's all cash on helping the consumer. So if the apartment complex has a certain number of lights, a certain type of deadbolt, a certain type of peephole, which is to protect the consumer, right? That's the whole idea. But if you do that, there's a presumption that you're not negligent if somebody gets hurt. Well, a little bit more light and a deadbolt in the people doesn't stop people from, from being negligent in, in security. But if they do those things and beef them up, we're going to help the consumer and then they can't get paid if they still get hurt. Yeah, that's crazy. And and that, that example that we all, uh, I, I, locally here remember uh hearing about it is very tragic um it was the it was the maintenance person that worked there and he had full access to all the keys but but, but had the apartment complex after the law change if they had better lights better deadbolts and better peepholes there'd be a presumption in them that they're not negligent for the actions of the maintenance man that's nuts. Yeah, That's nuts. It really is. Um, and and, and more, uh, more stuff came through this bill um, that that was that was detrimental. Like I said, I mean, you know, the the medical example you gave, um, and and now we even t- we're talking about life insurance as well, uh, to where the unknowing party uh, before they get denied on these benefit, they can go hire an attorney. They're able to recover the amount that the insurance company should have paid them to begin with. I mean, you saw what happened to workers' comp um, to where they removed attorney's fees from workers' compensation to find out 13 years later uh, in in the, uh, uh, what do they call that, uh, Supreme, Court. Supreme Court uh, overturned it. Well, which, which has actually now been, I believe there's been three or four justices appointed by DeSantis based on uh, things. What's interesting is the head of the, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court recently just resigned from being Chief Justice um, to become the Chief Legal Officer for Citizens Insurance Company run by the state of Florida and doubled his salary, I believe doubled or tripled his salary to go take that job to give Governor DeSantis another appointment to the Florida Supreme Court. So the guy who ran the Supreme Court is now working for the state as their, as the, the insurance company that's owned by the state's head lawyer. Wow. That's pretty thick. Um, the only thing I can hope for is that we have some major uh, 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 changes. You know, Anthony Lopez is saying he's throwing his hat in the ring for governor, uh, possibly in two years. I don't care who we do. We need he somebody to change some things up here. <laughs> we'll talk about that. It's Contractor Talk with Richie Kibble. 
All right, we're back with Contractor Talking with Richie Kidwell, Building Damage Experts, live every Saturday right here on iHeartRadio. Thanks again for joining us and, and hanging out throughout the break. We're on 94.1 FM or 540 AM if you're driving through our listening audience here in Central Florida. Well, go over to our Facebook page, like us there, follow us there. You can see the podcast uh, action as we go through and we cut and stream the audio here, right here, <laughs> right here. Radio. So, uh, and again, if you do like what you hear, download the iHeartRadio app. You can then find uh, uh, News Talk Orlando 94.1. Make sure it says Orlando 94.1. Uh, I noticed there's several uh, of those uh, listings on there for 94.1, but News Talk Orlando 94.1 on iHeart. You'll be able to listen to us every Saturday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And again, on our Facebook page, you'll be able to find different links from there as well. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and we stream this podcast uh, show uh, other ways, but the best way to find us is on our Facebook page. Easiest way to find us. Um, anyway, so we're going to recap just some of the things we're talking about. We have Hans Kennan with Morgan and Morgan here. Uh, we're discussing the uh, the ins and outs of the uh, recent law changes, not only House Bill 837 and the major uh, tort reform bill that affected medical auto. Uh, it affected uh, uh, uh uh, life insurance and any type of insurer dispute against a consumer. And we've had a lot of hits and a lot of attacks against the consumer uh, here in the past year, two years, really, where we've started to see more and more of the insurance lobby starting to get their way. And we saw that through all the donations that our governor has gotten uh, over a hundred million dollars alone. And I think more has been uh, uh, offered to him in the tune of another 250 million. What I wrote a uh, uh, read from another article recently on what's been promised to him to run for, uh, uh, to, to, to run for president. And, uh, and, 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 and for God's sakes, I mean, I hope he does leave the state for the reason of just being like, you, you can't keep screwing our state up. I mean, how can you screw it up and even, even more here? I love what you've done for, for COVID. I love what you've done for many of the other, uh, uh, ways that we run business here in the state of Florida. I mean, we, we are super rich here. I mean, we're, we're 22 and a half billion or 23 billion, uh, uh, in surplus in the state of Florida. We have more, uh, uh, that's right. We have more tourism here than, than any other state in the United States. So I'm, I'm just like, we're absolutely doing something right. The problem is, is that we're being run by somebody that is, that is too powerful. Um, that does want his pound of flesh. Anybody that messes with them, look at, look at Disney, uh, look at, uh, and, and he's for the people that are, that are, that are, that are, uh, you know, funding his run for president. And he's had law changes that have allowed him to, to hide his expenses and his travel as he's running for president, not only him, but his whole cabinet doesn't have to report where they go, the type of money they spend. We're all paying for that. Uh, all of us consumers in the state of Florida and, and for what? So we can get screwed again on the next uh, uh, legislative session that comes through. Cause if he doesn't win president, then we're stuck with him for another two years of all of, all of the legislators just on their knees, just do whatever you want, which is not normal. You know, you have a split between the Democrats and the Republicans. Um, but, but now you have such a big, um, uh, indifference of Republicans versus Democrats. So they have a hard time filling the seats with Democrats on all the different committees. So you don't have an even, even share. So well, look at the bill at 837 that passed the last session. Like I said, it was the biggest reform in over a hundred years, 120 years in Florida. And it went through without a single change, not a period, not a comma, 
I'm aware of is that bill came in from the governor's office um, and passed, like you said, in about 20 days. You know, legislation, when you spend a lot of time with it, it doesn't come in baked up and ready to go, ready to sign. There's huge revisions and huge arguments and, and amendments that are considered and accepted and rejected, all those things. And this bill that came down, literally nobody said anything other than okay. Yep. And that's what they were told to do. I mean, the, the, you know, the behind the scenes politics is that he was very direct with everybody. And that's why you, you saw that he had a uh, special session before they changed out the, the representatives and, and the senators. Uh, and they had a new, um, speaker of the house, uh, for the representatives and they had a new Senate president. Well, before that, what was holding it up was the house speaker, Chris Bras before, um, who was uh, for the consumer. Let me tell you that. That's right. And so they, he did not want this heavy type of reform, uh, to happen. He was not going to let it pass the house. He was a strong, uh, uh, representative and thank God. And then when that changed, we had two spineless, uh, 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 house speaker and Senate president come in that was just let him get away with whatever he wanted to do. And it was very apparent. And actually, I mean, actually quoting, uh, Senator Senator, Senate president Pasadomo, she literally said, we're going to pass the governor's agenda. Like she didn't even say we're going to have a, a, a robust discussion about the ins and outs of what the governor wants to do. She said, we're going to pass his agenda. I mean, without unabashed, not even saying, well, you know, we want to try to have some just hundred percent what he's asking for. We're going to yep. do. Yep. And, and, and to your point, that's a totalian uh, uh, environment, something that I, I, I'm disgusted about because I, I'm a voter. I'm a consumer. I, I, I'm, I'm somebody that had voted for my senator, my state representative to represent me in the state of Florida, to be a part of this discussion um, and, and part of these amendments, part of the, uh, the landscape change to speak for us. Right. I mean, there's 40 senators that cover 22 and a half million people people, you know, and so they're supposed to be our voice. And we had zero voice this year, last year, and and we're just not going to have a voice the next couple of years either. One thing real quick about um, uh, Supreme Court Justice Polston, he was hired he was hired by Citizens Insurance Company by the new CEO without a candidate search. Just he picked him. This, the, the new CEO of Citizens picked um, Justice Polston without a formal candidate search and doubled his salary. He's making 227000 as a chief justice, doubled it to $450,000 to go work at Citizens. Um, also, it's interesting about Citizens that we talk about. They, they kind of one of the crisis points, right, is that the, the Citizens, which is owned by the state of Florida, has too many policyholders. Why do we have? I mean, right. We hear all the time. Oh, that, that's one reason the insurance market is, is crashing is because um, we can't get insurers and, and citizens has to take on all these policyholders. Well, I mean, even by by the CEO of citizens own statements, the company is not supposed to undercut the private market, but is currently charging 44 percent less than private insurers. Yeah, well, they got caught up in a bill a couple of years ago that says oh, you're gonna we're gonna cap you on your increases, eleven percent, twelve percent, thirteen percent. So over five years, you can only increase fifteen percent. It's because they were just willy nilly getting all types of increases for no freaking reason. But the big complaint, though, what the governor said was uh, recently 
was that, well, the problem is that Citizens is underfunded, right? They're, they don't have enough money to cover all the policies. Well, if you're selling policies- They have billions in surplus, billions. Uh, and I agree. But he's saying if you're charging people 44% less, the state complains that Citizens has too many policyholders, that, that they're selling too many policies. Well, at 44% less, everyone's going, I, I, my, one of my, my staff is going to go to Citizens because they charge, they're charging so much little, so much less compared to a private insurer. Well, if Citizens charged a market rate, it would be more, but you know what? They, they'd be funded and we wouldn't have this issue because no one would leave their regular insurer they, to go to they, Citizens. They are funded. They, they wanted to pass a bill that would allow Citizens to increase how much they pay everybody because they're like, oh, it's hard to find good people. It's like you pay everybody six figures because you have so much money. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, it's just a one way vacuum for for funding. That's it. You know, it's like, hey, we're we're citizens. We pay you and we cap you at a ten thousand uh, dollars. You know, to unless you want to use our preferred pretender, and then we pay them crap anyways, and we do crap work for you. I mean, it's this is so bad. Um, and in the private insurance market is getting worse as well because they're acting just as somebody like citizens which they don't care about, they are immune from bad faith. So it's not like they can get um, civil remedy notice on them. They can't get fines. They can't get penalties. Citizens denies, denies, denies. It's incredible. And even during the pre-suit litigation, the pre-suit process with them, they never turn because they have no reason to turn around. They, they're, like I said, they're immune from bad faith. Um, everything about them is, is simply, uh, you know, what, what, what do we say? Uh, delay, deny, and then defend. You can't turn around. And what's interesting is the the new CEO who paid uh, Senator or Justice Post to double his prior salary says, we'd like to spend less on litigation so we have more for surplus. Well, you charge 41% less than the market and don't pay your claims. And they litigate the most out of everybody. They do. So, they right. do. All right. So um, before our break, uh, and again, find us on Facebook. Go to Contractor Talk with Richie Kidwell on Facebook. Find us there. Stick with us. We'll talk to you guys. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. 